Welcome to the Elite Foundations podcast, how to build an elite foundation physically and mentally to win at life. No theory, just real world results. Your hosts are Dr. Emil, ex-emergency doctor, entrepreneur, and health coach, and myself, Itamar, ex-Israeli special forces, jiu-jitsu black belt, and mindset expert. Hello, and welcome to the Elite Foundations podcast. Today, Itamar is going to be covering how to conquer procrastination by solving the identity lag. Hit me, tell me, what's this about? All right, so here's the thing, and this, I'm gonna talk about a couple examples from different clients today, because there's this one thing, which is a giant fulcrum, which creates a lot of results. Um, so basically this, one of my clients, his name is, uh, is Alex Azuri. He's super, super awesome guy. He had a pretty decent exit, sold a bunch of portfolio websites, and now he writes, and he's a really, really great dude. But for whatever reason, in his words, he had a really, really hard time procrastinating. He just had a lack of confidence in making decisions. He felt paralyzed, and he wasn't really sure in which direction he wanted to go. It was slowing things down. It was making things hard, and so on and so on. And in reality, Yes, there were a lot of beliefs there that we had to uncover. We had to get clear on what he wants out of life, the way to get there and all that. But the main thing that was causing this was an inability to see himself before he currently is. And that's what I mean by there's an identity lag. What happens with pretty much all of us, we don't view ourselves for who we are today. Emotions take time to sink in. And they take time to reanalyze. And what happens with most of us is that we have the version of ourselves from five years ago or from one of our biggest failures. That's who we view ourselves as right now. And sometimes the moment we can clarify that, everything can start changing. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Awesome. Um, Yeah, I wanted to uh, clarify exactly what the identity identity lag was um, because I think that's the crux of, of what this is. I'm also going to ask you about some of the other things because you glossed over them there in terms of solving procrastination in general so we can get a, a kind of whole overview on procrastination. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so I was playing attacking procrastination from one angle today because procrastination, there's a lot of reasons it happens, but this is a primary one that I've seen. It's Usually, procrastination usually happens because we don't believe we can pull something off. Even though it's hard, like if it's something is hard, but you know you can pull it off and you're going to see success, you're probably not going to procrastinate on it. However, if you don't believe that you can pull it off, or there's like a minor belief, it's risky, you're not sure, then you'll find ways to do things that are more comfortable, that are easier. And that's usually in the form of procrastinating, whether it's vices or just other things in work that are not as important, and so on and so on. So. I do think a big part of the reason people procrastinate is because a lack of confidence. And the identity lag is usually a major cause in that lack of confidence in people who are actually successful, put it that way. So let's go into this identity uh, lag then. What you're saying is people grow as they, through throughout life, they, they evolve in business, they pick up skills, they get better at things, but they don't, they almost don't realize that that's the case or they don't identify as that being the case they're they're thinking of themselves as this person from five years ago i mean if i think of myself from five years ago like wow Uh, i mean to be blunt i was still 
working as a doctor and a bodybuilder like it was is a different universe that i wouldn't couldn't even imagine where i was now so you're saying that that is the the crux the key reason for for procrastination i wouldn't say the key reason again i think the key reason for procrastination is a lack of confidence this identity is one gap of the reasons is the primary thing that causes okay. that exactly that causes that lack of confidence and like you're extremely aware you journal a lot you take time and you reflect you're on the spectrum of people who probably have a lesser identity gap than most, but most people, even very successful entrepreneurs that I work with, they've never really taken the time to think like, who am I today? Who is this person? What should he think about himself? How should he conduct himself in front of other people? What's valid for him to say or think or do or whatever it may be. And because they've never given that thought, they limit themselves to behaving how the version of themselves from five years ago should be, yeah. which is, again, it's, just, it's not relevant. And that's what causes that procrastination because all of a sudden they're dealing with the problems and the challenges of today, but trying to attack that with the mindset of somebody from five years ago and the self-belief. And that's going to cause yeah. a gap. And there's this emotional lag, right? Before we can really like understand who we are and be at peace with it and own yeah. it. And that emotional lag, that identity lag, is what we need to resolve in order for them to have the confidence to be able to stop procrastinating and achieve what they want. So is it worth giving the story for the other guy and then telling us how to the, the steps to resolve this identity lag or how do you want to how do you want to do, do it let's do that so the other guy uh, the commonality with both alex and the other guy hernan is that they're both successful like alex exited a business hernan is very very well respected in his uh, in his niche in his field he's worked with some of the, the biggest names he's got a bunch of awards they're all guys who are successful, like on the outside, you're like, you're a legit dude. You should not be having issues with your son's confidence right now. And the process I went with them was recognizing, it was a question for me. I had to ask myself, why are they able to act in accordance to how somebody like them should act? And that's really what led to this exercise. And I was like, okay. Just for, for let just before you go into that, a bit more context, what were they procrastinating on? Like, what were they not doing what was the challenge great question so for both of them honestly it was stepping up to the next level of wealth building they were just staying in like the realm that was comfortable that they knew that was honestly below their capabilities instead of stepping up and trying bigger things and going for bigger things that was the big thing they were procrastinating and like just staying at that level where it kind of felt safe not making the big decisions fair enough fair enough yep yeah, so the way we did it was a very simple exercise, honestly. We just said, all right, we're going to call this person, person X. Now, I want you to describe yourself as if we're describing this person X. T talk to me about him, his accomplishments, his personality, his abilities, how others view him. And they both kind of like just like shortened their chair because it was so uncomfortable to have to talk about themselves. They're also very humble individuals. So person X was them in the moment, but them right now, fine. Exactly. Objectively. Them right now. Yeah. And they wrote that down. And I, like they told me I wrote it down on the screen in front of them. And it was very, very uncomfortable for them because they had to be very honest and not. And like one of the things I always say with my clients, like we do not allow self-deprecating humor here. There's no need for that. We're not doing it. And you're just going to be honest. And it was an interesting thing where after they saw what was in front of them on that paper, and I asked them, all right, so you tell me, 
What kind of self-confidence should this person X have? What kind of wealth goals should this person be comfortable going after? What's, his, what's in his realm of possibilities and reality? And it's what we said on the last podcast, how we, we set a standard. We were like, okay, well, this is who you are. And you need to wake up to that. And this is a standard you need to look for yourself and recognize if this is who I am and this is what I actually am capable of. I need to see that. And what we also did on top of that, we created a timeline exercise where we looked at them from 10 years back. And I said, okay, describe to me, Alex, from 20, from 2010. How was he? Talk to me a little bit about his business. All right. Alex in 2011, 2014, 16, 18. Now let's break about quarters also these past couple of years where you've really hit a high trajectory. Do you see that you identify yourself right now as somebody from about five years ago? And I did it not just with Alex and Hernan, with other clients as well. It was almost always people identify them with like a five-year gap. It's a weird thing, but it's always this five-year gap is who we see ourselves as. And the moment they were able to see that so clear just in front of them in a very visual way, it gave them the permission to start behaving like who they are today. And to start accepting themselves for who they are today with all they've accomplished and all they're capable of. And that's where you're able to do much, much bigger things. So this is similar to on a previous episode, we spoke about making the invisible wall visible. There is a wall yes. which by looking at who they're identifying with, they've now made the wall visible and also shrunk it down because suddenly they've got these almost newfound capabilities, which they always had, but they didn't realize or didn't accept well i would say it a bit differently almost because remember how we said the invisible wall that's usually your mindset blocks yeah and then you can make it visible and you can shrink it a little bit i would say doing this made them see that they can actually jump much higher than they thought because even though that wall still exists now they have the confidence to jump above it they're like oh this is nothing for me of today yes for me at five years ago this wall is still intimidating and that's why i procrastinate because it's an intimidating wall to try to jump over However, for me of today, it's like I have, I have the bounce to get over this. This is fine. I can move forward. And then, how I'm always practical. How quickly does this does this work? Right. So you do the exercise. This. Yeah. So this is one of those ones that works immensely quickly, really, really quickly. But it's also it messes with people's heads. Like whenever I do this exercise, people they usually have to go take a long nap afterwards. It's a very extreme and intense truth to face all of a sudden and to recognize that and to be like, man, I, I have to let go of this because I can see that it's just it's not true what I'm holding on to. It's so obvious in black and white in front of me. And it's exhausting, but it works immediately. Like Hernan, the moment he saw that, we also did a similar exercise for his company. We just called it Company X. And we said, okay, what? How much is your company making for your clients? What is the standard of how much people should charge and according to how much they make in your industry and so on and so on? How much do people enjoy working with you? And they're like, oh, people always rave about how much they love working with us and so on and so on. And I asked, okay, so you tell me, how much should company X charge? And he was like, all right, shit. <laughs> I've dropped my rates by almost three times. And sorry, more. He said he have to rate by like 500% almost. And when he did that, he was just like, oh, okay, he actually did that the next week. And all his clients were like, 
Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's fair. Like people are able to take action on it very, very quick. It is just exhausting. Yeah. I mean, it's just shining the lights or shining a light on the truth, which is already present. It's present, but again, it's invisible. They don't know it. They haven't seen it. And like with you, you've probably seen it because you've journaled on it enough and you're, you're trying to be aware of it. But most people aren't at the level of awareness that you are in this realm. So yeah, let's, let's go into that. Can you do this exercise on your own? Because you're saying that it's, um, it's very, very hard. You know, people resist it. People, it's extreme. They need a nap afterwards, all this kind of stuff. Like, can I journal now and and figure this out? Or will there be blocks? Will, will I procrastinate? Well, <laughs> that's the thing. First off, you have to decide to do it. Yeah. Like, decide to take this first step and do it. Second of all, will you do it and get results? Absolutely. Will it be as good a result if you have somebody in front of you who can see through any kind of mask that you might put on, any sense of ego, any BS? Probably not, but you'll still get great results. And like I absolutely recommend if this is resonating with somebody out there, do this for yourself. Take a timeline and write who you were in 2010 and go forward with that. Ask you like write on the title of it, person X. Don't write your name. And then to say objectively, what would somebody say about me, my accomplishments, my mindset? How others perceive me right now? It'll absolutely work. It's not going to be as powerful because part of the reason it's coaching is to have somebody outside of your situation be able to see things. But it'll still make an impact, absolutely. Interesting. Interesting. And you mentioned that, you know, it's, it's often five years back in history. If people have, you know, incredibly fast growth, or, you know, quantum leaps, as I call them, in their kind of journey, can it be that they identify with someone even maybe six months ago or 12 months ago, but that's still significantly holding them back? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, you know, the five-year yeah. thing, like, I'm, I'm very aware that I'm a very different person from five years ago, like, like night and day. But there's still undoubtedly an identity lag, which... I'm now trying to, you know, all, every time we do one of these podcasts, I'm like, okay, how do, how do I implement this? <laughs> yeah, it's like, the thing is also, I, I also have identity lag. I think it's a natural thing. And that's why we have to reflect. So my, uh, my family and I finally left Vietnam just the other week. We were able to get out of it and come to Israel. And as part of that, we, my wife and I did a big emotional debrief of all the events that happened, how we reacted to them, how we felt during them, how we want to learn from them, and so on and so on. And just seeing that forced me to kind of recalibrate things and be like, oh, wow, I am very different than I was a year ago or a year and a half when we got there. And I need to remember that. I need to act in accordance to that. And not, again, like, honestly, not be shy about going big because to recognize, actually, I am very capable. I've done these things so far. Like, this is who I am, and I don't need to, for, and I need to not forget that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you mentioned reflecting and you've talked talk about journaling. If you do journal on a regular, semi-regular basis and reflect and put your thoughts down and what you're struggling with and then read back over your journals, you will, you'll be doing this process. You'll be looking, oh, 12 months ago, this is what I was thinking. This is what I was struggling with. These things are super easy now. They're, they're not even on my radar. Yeah, you want you kind of want to give yourself. A, I've done this a couple of times, and you want to go back in time and give yourself like a pat on the back, be like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 
Don't worry, they're it's there. okay. <laughs> it's like, this is nothing. You're going to get so much better. This is but, but except for the fact that that's where you're living, like that's where you think you are. That's why you're now struggling with whatever the next challenge is because you think you're still that person. So again, shining a light on it and being like, it's actually comical who I was back then. How can I relate to that person? I can't, I'm a different person now. Uh, so yeah, I think I think journaling is super powerful. Yeah, so and again, it's just, it's just bridging the emotional gap. It's like logically we can recognize who we are emotionally, we still feel who we were. And when we can bring light to that, we can really bridge that emotional and logical gap and we can stop that lag. Yeah. Look, let's talk about procrastination. Go for it. Because you've 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 complimented me, in, you know, and said my identity lag is potentially less than than other people because of self awareness and whatever else. However, I still procrastinate like hell. And one of the things you said, which again resonated, was um, about those guys wanting to hit the next level in terms of wealth. Now, another reason why people might procrastinate is because of lack of clarity or lack of maybe more wealth doesn't excite them and they're just doing it. And I'm talking about myself because, you know, it's potentially just what you do as an entrepreneur, you accumulate more wealth. So is that me just bullshitting myself and saying, no, I don't want more wealth because of potentially fear or an identity gap? Or is it that that isn't, it's no longer what is driving me and motivating me and I just need to get clarity on what I actually care about and want it's probably both and that will then defeat procrastination yeah well i think also again procrastination is something that's always going to be there naturally like you know this as well as anybody human beings we want comfort we're wired for comfort we're wired to gorge on on food we're wired to not do things that are are long-term because we want to do things that are comfortable in the short term. that's how we're wired and that's something super important to recognize that procrastination, there's always going to be something in you that pulls you to procrastinate. Um, what you were saying about confidence and like in clarity, clarity creates confidence. There's no way around that. Like I was saying, one of the reasons people don't want to make that, don't feel comfortable making that jump over that wall is one, because they don't think they're capable of doing it. Another reason is because they don't understand what's the purpose of it. Like, okay, what's past this wall? What's the path that I'm going to take that I have to get past this wall in order to accomplish it, in order to get to my end, to my end, uh, to the finish line, so to speak. And I think having clarity on like, <clears throat> sorry, on what you're trying to accomplish and where you're trying to go is crucial for that confidence. Because otherwise you're like, I'm not even sure if I should go there. If I'm not really sure I should go there, I'm not going to take the right steps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's that makes sense? Oh, 100%. You know, then the next question is, and potentially this is for another podcast, is how do you gain that clarity, which is then tied into how do you identify your why, your reason for, to then anchor a, a point of clarity? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I wouldn't call it to anchor a point of clarity. And again, this could be just a difference of vernacular. I'd be to draw down a point of clarity. Like once you're locked in on your why or what you want to accomplish in life, the clarity is the path to get there. You need to reverse engineer in a very structured manner. Correct, yeah. And I think that's what most people do. They leave, they get the why, they figure out something they really want out of life. They're very inspired by it. And then they don't draw down a tangible game plan on how to accomplish that. With tangible, like, you know, stops along the way, what are your desired outcomes, where objectives need to be met, how are you going to go about this, and they don't timeline it as well. And that ambiguity is what creates a lack of confidence. You're like, am I actually going in the right direction or not? 
And because you're not really sure, you're like, well, is this even worth it? Because I, I don't see the reward as clearly. So if I don't see the reward as clearly, your natural human brain is like, is it really worth delaying gratification? What if we can just procrastinate right now and watch Facebook or scroll on Instagram or play video games or whatever it may be? The clearer you can be on that path and the more you can believe in the certainty of that it will get you to the promised land, the less you will procrastinate. Because the more confident you'll be that this is the right thing. Technically, I'm in the right yeah. path. Now, beyond that, you need to say, okay, technically, this is the right path, but also I am capable of walking that path. Yeah. Once you nail those two things, the technical aspect and the human aspect, where you have the confidence in yourself, you can start walking that path and you procrastinate a lot less. So, you know, this is really nice. You've kind of crystallized procrastination into clarity of goal and confidence in self. Yeah. And the identity gap, which we're talking about, is the confidence in self, is part of the confidence in self piece. Yeah. But even if you're super confident in yourself, if you don't have clarity of a goal, it kind of, you're still not going in any direction. So, yeah, well, the interesting thing is when that happens, when people have extreme confidence in themselves um, and extreme uh, ambition, but they don't have clarity and path, that usually creates burnout because they're still taking the action, mm. but they're not really creating results because they're just going anywhere and everywhere. And this is honestly in business. This is what I suffered from at the beginning because I didn't understand business properly. And, you know, I still have a ton to learn, but I didn't understand business properly. So I just wanted to make things happen. And I was going a million miles a second, a million miles a second in different directions. And I think that's probably what you also encountered because I feel like we're the same personality type yeah. in that way where you had the confidence to try a lot of things, but you didn't know exactly what to try. And then it's what caused a lot of burnout. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And then you also get this situation where people have clarity in the wrong direction, which causes people potentially... Yeah, that leads to emptiness. Yeah, well, exactly. That you so chase wealth, way, exactly. Yeah, it's like I have a, a Venn diagram on my website that shows like the three pillars of my system, which one of them is the why, one of them is roadmap, like a game plan, how to do that. And the other one is like the human factor. And it very clearly shows like, if you have one without the other, what happens? Yeah. And like you have to have all three in order to really achieve victory. And procrastination, like it's not, it's going to get in your way of victory. And procrastination happens a lot of times. You can either have both the technical aspects, the why and the roadmap to accomplish it, but you haven't had the human factor in order to let you accomplish it. Or there's just, there's a lot of issues with your mechanism there with the game plan. Yeah. And, this is a whole, I mean, this is your whole philosophy, right? This is a whole, yeah, a whole it is, potentially it is. other million to uh, podcasts. So unless you have anything else, I'll kind of summarize. Please. So. Oh, well, we didn't talk about results, honestly. Yeah. Well, they had, what was the, the outcome? Results yeah. the guys got from doing this. So the outcome is, again, after they took a long nap, is um, Hernan was able to raise his rates by like 500%. And everybody stayed abroad. And because of that, he was able to basically grow the business to a very substantial level. He was able to retire his parents. He was able to start his own very big, very, very respectable investment portfolio. He was able to do a lot of things for charity that he wanted to do. And I do really see that exercise when I look back at our notes from our sessions as the fulcrum point of when things really started to change, when he stepped up into who he is. That's really all was needed. An intervention to make him see who he is, that he's an awesome guy and he's very capable. And then he shot to the moon. And with Alex, the same thing. Once he did that, he stopped playing small. I'm not, his stuff is more private. He keeps it more private, but he started really going big and doing some really amazing things. Once he said, you know what? 
I'm the kind of person who can do big things and I need to recognize that. So the results are massive when these guys get it. But anyway, go ahead. What were the questions? The summary or so on? Yeah, I mean, first, those those results are, are incredible. And, you know, this is, again, the whole point of this podcast is defining the foundations in physical and mental health, which will provide the incredible results without any of the bullshit, without any of the fluff, without any of the pointless pretend optimizations, get rich quick, lose fat quick. Um, and it's great to hear real world examples. And that's, that's what we're about. So to summarize, we spoke about how to conquer procrastination by solving the identity lag. And we kind of spoke about the, uh, so I suppose two different aspects of procrastination. So the confidence in self and the clarity of goals. And then you gave this awesome exercise where essentially what you're doing is visualizing yourself in the moment as person X, potentially your company at the moment as person X, as objectively as possible to realize that you have the capability, you have the resources and resourcefulness to achieve a hell of a lot more. And again, no self-deprecating humor. It doesn't serve anyone. And no self- People usually yeah. try to slide into that when we do this exercise because it's uncomfortable yeah. just to be honest about what you're capable of, what you achieved. Don't do that. It won't serve you. Yeah, even use it as a as a flag that if you're making self-deprecating humor, there's probably something you're avoiding or, or sidestepping, which is which is uncomfortable. And actually, even use procrastination as the same thing. If you're procrastinating, if you are trying, you know, thinking, I just want to watch Netflix or I just want to play video games or I just want to smash a load of ice cream, use that as a thing. Okay, what am I? scared of? What am I trying to avoid? What am I resisting? What is hard in my life that I'm trying to, to, to not do right now? And the difference here is intention. Like if you intend to do these things or you know, watch an episode of something, then great. But if you're, if you're using it as a distraction, just, just stop for a moment. And again, this is where journaling comes in. You can um, stop and reflect. You can write for a few minutes about why you might be doing it. And then you might do it anyway. But the fact that you reflected will take you forward. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing both of those stories. The results were absolutely incredible. And I'm really glad that we had a practical takeaway that I'm going to do as soon as we start recording this podcast. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because when you were talking just now, I was like, man, I need to do that myself. I just have like a, I realized that I've been procrastinating something for about a couple of days now. A new client that he's really, really big and he's a, he's a well-known guy and it almost felt like a little bit intimidating for me. But I need to do that exercise again, like remind myself what I've I've been able to accomplish and just step up and do it. Email him, schedule the call back and just get rolling. So it's, it's a good reminder to myself as well. That's the best way. It's the best way. We practice what we preach. We do. Yeah, we do. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, guys. And catch you next week. You can't just wait. <laughs>